We're reading Deuteronomy chapters 18 through 21 and Psalm 65 here on Commuter Bible OT. Moses continues to speak to the Israelites before his death, reminding this new generation about the laws and statutes that have been put in place. Many of the structures given here for a system of justice continue to provide a template for our judicial systems in the West today, including concepts such as the testimony of multiple witnesses, a hierarchy of courts, and varying degrees of manslaughter. We'll see a foretelling of King Solomon's fall as Moses forewarns them about the dangers of a king who acquires too many wives and horses. We'll also see a foreshadow of Christ in today's passage. He is the prophet raised from among Israel's brothers who will tell them everything God commands him. Deuteronomy chapters 18 through 21 The Levitical priests, the whole tribe of Levi, will have no portion or inheritance with Israel. They will eat the Lord's food offerings. That is their inheritance. Although Levi has no inheritance among his brothers, the Lord is his inheritance, as he promised him. This is the priest's share from the people who offer a sacrifice, whether it is an ox, a sheep, or a goat. The priests are to be given the shoulder, jaws, and stomach. You are to give him the first fruits of your grain, new wine, and fresh oil, and the first sheared wool of your flock. For the Lord your God has chosen him and his sons from all your tribes to stand and minister in his name from now on. When a Levite leaves one of your towns in Israel where he is staying and wants to go to the place the Lord chooses, he may serve in the name of the Lord his God like all his fellow Levites who minister there in the presence of the Lord. They will eat equal portions besides what he has received from the sale of the family estate. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not imitate the detestable customs of those nations. No one among you is to sacrifice his son or daughter in the fire, practice divination, tell fortunes, interpret omens, practice sorcery, cast spells, consult a medium or a spiritist, or inquire of the dead. Everyone who does these acts is detestable to the Lord, and the Lord your God is driving out the nations before you because of these detestable acts. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Though these nations you are about to drive out, listen to fortune-tellers and diviners. The Lord your God has not permitted you to do this. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me, from among your own brothers. You must listen to him. This is what you requested from the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, Let us not continue to hear the voice of the Lord our God or see this great fire any longer, so that we will not die. Then the Lord said to me, They have spoken well. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brothers. I will put my words in his mouth, and he will tell them everything I command him. I will hold accountable 
Whoever does not listen to my words that he speaks in my name. But the prophet who presumes to speak a message in my name that I have not commanded him to speak, or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet must die. You may say to yourself, How can we recognize a message the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the Lord's name, and the message does not come true or is not fulfilled, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him. When the Lord your God annihilates the nations whose land he is giving you, so that you drive them out and live in their cities and houses. You are to set apart three cities for yourselves within the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. You are to determine the distances and divide the land the Lord your God is granting you as an inheritance into three regions, so that anyone who commits manslaughter can flee to these cities. Here is the law concerning a case of someone who kills a person and flees there to save his life having killed his neighbor accidentally, without previously hating him. If, for example, he goes into the forest with his neighbor to cut timber, and his hand swings the axe to chop down a tree, but the blade flies off the handle and strikes his neighbor so that he dies, that person may flee to one of these cities and live. Otherwise, the avenger of blood in the heat of his anger might pursue the one who committed manslaughter, overtake him because the distance is great, and strike him dead. Yet, he did not deserve to die, since he did not previously hate his neighbor. This is why I am commanding you to set apart three cities for yourselves. If the Lord your God enlarges your territory as he swore to your ancestors and gives you all the land he promised to give them. Provided you keep every one of these commands I am giving you today and follow them, loving the Lord your God and walking in his ways at all times. You are to add three more cities to these three. In this way, innocent blood will not be shed, and you will not become guilty of bloodshed in the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. But if someone hates his neighbor lies in ambush for him, attacks him, and strikes him fatally, and flees to one of these cities. The elders of his city are to send for him, take him from there, and hand him over to the avenger of blood, and he will die. Do not look on him with pity, but purge from Israel the guilt of shedding innocent blood, and you will prosper." Do not move your neighbor's boundary marker, established at the start in the inheritance you will receive in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. One witness cannot establish any iniquity or sin against a person, whatever that person has done. A fact must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If a malicious witness testifies against someone accusing him of a crime, the two people in the dispute are to stand in the presence of the Lord before the priests and judges in authority at that time. The judges are to make a careful investigation. And if the witness turns out to be a liar who has falsely accused this brother, 
you must do to him as he intended to do to his brother. You must purge the evil from you. Then everyone else will hear and be afraid, and they will never again do anything evil like this among you. Do not show pity. Life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, and foot for foot. When you go out to war against your enemies and see horses, chariots, and an army larger than yours, do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, is with you. When you are about to engage in battle, the priest is to come forward and address the army. He is to say to them, Listen, Israel, today you are about to engage in battle with your enemies. Do not be cowardly. Do not be afraid, alarmed, or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. The officers are to address the army. Has any man built a new house and not dedicated it? Let him leave here and return home. Otherwise... He may die in battle, and another man dedicate it. Has any man planted a vineyard and not begun to enjoy its fruit? Let him leave and return home. Otherwise, he may die in battle, and another man enjoy its fruit. Has any man become engaged to a woman and not married her? Let him leave and return home. Otherwise, he may die in battle and another man marry her. The officers will continue to address the army and say, Is there any man who is afraid or cowardly? Let him leave and return home so that his brothers won't lose heart as he did. When the officers have finished addressing the army, they will appoint military commanders to lead it. When you approach a city to fight against it, make an offer of peace. 
If it accepts your offer of peace and opens its gates to you, all the people found in it will become forced laborers for you and serve you. However, if it does not make peace with you but wages war against you, lay siege to it. When the Lord your God hands it over to you, strike down all its males with the sword. But you may take the women, dependents, animals, and whatever else is in the city, all its spoil, as plunder. You may enjoy the spoil of your enemies that the Lord your God has given you. This is how you are to treat all the cities that are far away from you and are not among the cities of these nations. However, you must not let any living thing survive among the cities of these people the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. You must completely destroy them. The Hethite, Amorite, Canaanite, Perizzite, Hivite, and Jebusite. As the Lord your God has commanded you, so that they won't teach you to do all the detestable acts they do for their gods, and you sin against the Lord your God. When you lay siege to a city for a long time, fighting against it in order to capture it, do not destroy its trees by putting an axe to them, because you can get food from them. Do not cut them down. Are trees of the field human to come under siege by you? But you may destroy the trees that you know do not produce food. You may cut them down to build siege works against the city that is waging war against you until it falls. If a murder victim is found lying in a field in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess, and it is not known who killed him, your elders and judges are to come out and measure the distance from the victim to the nearby cities. The elders of the city nearest to the victim are to get a young cow that has not been yoked or used for work. The elders of that city will bring the cow down to a continually flowing stream, to a place not tilled or sown, and they will break its neck there by the stream. Then the priests, the sons of Levi, will come forward, for the Lord your God has chosen them to serve and pronounce blessings in his name and they are to give a ruling in every dispute and case of assault. All the elders of the city nearest to the victim will wash their hands by the stream over the young cow whose neck has been broken. They will declare, Our hands did not shed this blood. Our eyes did not see it, Lord. Wipe away the guilt of your people Israel whom you redeemed and do not hold the shedding of innocent blood against them. Then the responsibility for bloodshed will be wiped away from them. You must purge from yourselves the guilt of shedding innocent blood, for you will be doing what is right in the Lord's sight. When you go to war against your enemies, and the Lord your God hands them over to you, and you take some of them prisoner, and if you see a beautiful woman among the captives, desire her, and want to take her as your wife, you are to bring her into your house. She is to shave her head, trim her nails, remove the clothes she was wearing when she was taken prisoner, live in your house, and mourn for her father and mother a full month. After that, you may have sexual relations with her, 
and be her husband, and she will be your wife. Then, if you are not satisfied with her, you are to let her go where she wants. But you must not sell her or treat her as merchandise, because you have humiliated her. If a man has two wives, one loved and the other neglected, and both the loved and the neglected bear him sons, and if the neglected wife has the firstborn son, when that man gives what he has to his sons as an inheritance, he is not to show favoritism to the son of the loved wife as his firstborn over the firstborn of the neglected wife. He must acknowledge the firstborn, the son of the neglected wife, by giving him two shares of his estate, for he is the first fruits of his virility. He has the rights of the firstborn. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who does not obey his father or mother and doesn't listen to them even after they discipline him, his father and mother are to take hold of him and bring him to the elders of his city, to the gate of his hometown. They will say to the elders of his city, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He doesn't obey us. He's a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of his city will stone him to death. You must purge the evil from you, and all Israel will hear and be afraid. If anyone is found guilty of an offense deserving the death penalty and is executed, and you hang his body on a tree, you are not to leave his corpse on the tree overnight, but are to bury him that day. For anyone hung on a tree is under God's curse. You must not defile the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. Psalm 65 Praise is rightfully yours, God in Zion. Vows to you will be fulfilled. All humanity will come to you, the one who hears prayer. Iniquities overwhelm me. Only you can atone for our rebellions. How happy is the one you choose and bring near to live in your courts. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple. You answer us in righteousness, with awe-inspiring works. God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the distant seas. You establish the mountains by your power. You are robed with strength. You silence the roar of the seas, the roar of their waves, and the tumult of the nations. Those who live far away are awed by your signs. You make east and west shout for joy. You visit the earth and water it abundantly, enriching it greatly. God's stream is filled with water, for you prepare the earth in this way, providing people with grain. You soften it with showers and bless its growth, soaking its furrows and leveling its ridges. You crown the year with your goodness. Your carts overflow with plenty. The wilderness pastures overflow, and the hills are robed with joy. The pastures are clothed with flocks, and the valleys covered with grain, 
they shout in triumph. Indeed, they sing. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know Him, and He will make your paths straight. Oh,